Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and I am an officer of Goose, gathering oppressively on-site everywhere. Uh-oh. I know, it's that time of year. I came up to the lake, and sure enough, the geese were out in full force, sitting on our backyard, just glaring at us normally we have like little baby geese that are all walking around and they're gross but they're also kind of cute but but these were parent geese big 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 giant geese the geese mafia getting ready to just (laughs) take over just staring us down like yeah we're here we're moving in this land is our land and the sign is not your land. No, <laughs> not at all. It was driving the poor dogs crazy because Murphy is a bird dog at the best of times. So seeing these giant birds just sitting on his yard was driving him bananas. But but it's that time of year. We'll put up the goose fence and that seems to stymie them. They stay on the water and they can't crawl up past the fence so that's the plan for tomorrow get up the goose fence baby those geese you know you, you gotta get those geese getting the hippie stuff because you know maybe they'll chill them out a bit <laughs> i get some have, some granola teach them how to I do have some a yoga hard time believing that geese could ever be chill they're the meanest meanest birds ever Ugh. Gross. Gross. Gross, I say. So, that is me. I am... I am an officer of Goose. Okay, and Paul's off on a mission to the puppet planetoid, I believe. <laughs> right on. Right on. He's playing someone's strings or some or some something with strings. Close enough, right? So I think so, totally. Totally. I am Al, and this past week I was one of the chief agents of Cinco de Mayo. Coincidentally, it's not copious overindulging, despite evidence, (laughs) with many acknowledgments of a year older. Because, yeah, Cinco de Mayo is important in my house, because that's my wife's birthday. Oh, yeah, you you gotta pay attention to that one. Yes. So we celebrated her birthday. Her dad made something that he's been some, he's made, cooked for her, something he's something called Mongolian beef that he's become pretty good with for the walk. And we were there. My parents were there. And there was, of course, fighting and aggravation and <laughs> all the fun stuff. I said, next year, we're going away for your birthday. <laughs> That's a good plan. That's a very, very good plan. Oh, you got to love the family drama. Oh, boy. Apparently you do. I don't, I, I, I'm thinking <laughs> no, but apparently there's no choice. You have to. You have to love it. You have to I mean, love it. Granted, I'm loving my family drama better than Doc's. I know. Look at that drama on the cover there. Look, up, look at that segue. <laughs> I know. Well done. Well done. We got Doc's zapping poor old stealth. We're old zombie stealth. 
So I'm guessing she cover. is dead. She must be, because she's a Black Lantern, so... Yeah. I'm still having hope that she comes back somehow. Yeah, it seemed weird that they killed her off, so... Off-panel. Uh, well, yeah, off-panel and indiscriminate. Like, I wonder if it was sort of a... I wonder if it was kind of like one of those Manhunter decisions where everyone was encouraged to have, like, a dead character... Yeah, but they have dev characters in Rebels. They could have, I they, mean, or Legion. Totally. They've they've got I they mean got, they could have done They could have done Dib. They could have done Dib. Um I, I mean, yeah, there were there were lots of possibilities there. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they were just going Isn't Ignea dead now? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she died in the last Rebels. In that bank in that bank job he killed her. So I mean, they could have brought her back. Yeah. They could have brought back her, uh, Candace Biz back. Yeah, yeah. There was some. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird choice because, and that's why I'm hoping, and I don't recall at all. So, and I've not looked ahead, but I'm hoping maybe that they bring her back somehow to do this because maybe, I mean, it's only an issue. You know, Blackest Night. I mean, was known must have been known already by the time they were starting this. So maybe he did. You know, I'm hoping maybe that was done as part of a plan. To do something Perhaps. with, you know, have her off the board, but have a reason, be able to bring a reason for her to be off the board, but be able to bring her back too. Yeah, we will have to see. Yep. Because I have no memory of it. No memory of it. And I'm trying to think if she's shown up since. I mean, it doesn't really matter because there's been so many um, re- reboots that, yeah, she could be alive and any of them could be she alive. Could be. <laughs> That's true. That is very, very true. But uh, I don't remember if I, uh, if she has been around, it's just been like a little panel, I think. I think yeah. it's there. All righty. So we got this cover for Rebels number 11. I'm pretty sure it's Kalman Andrusovsky it that's doing it. Yeah. It's a good one. It's Yellow Lantern, Docs, Zappin, Black Lantern, Stealth. A big blue starry background. All righty, so we open up and we get a little inset of Sinestro uh, popping in off of Dox's ring, I believe. Um, and it says, this is Sinestro. All core men report immediately to planet Korgar sector 1417. Because currently they are in the Vega sector. And he starts to repeat himself, and Dox just says, sorry, but no, and turns off that part of his, <laughs> that functionality of his ring. <laughs> All of uh, his rebels are out in space, choking to death because their ship was just uh, blasted apart by some of the Black Lanterns. So we've got uh, Vril Dox, and we've got Black Lantern Stealth facing off, and she's looking... Very zombie. Very, oh, yeah. very zombie. She's, she's, you know, she's going traditional with her zombie look. <laughs> yeah. Teeth showing, no lips. Lots of welts and... The skin's going away. Her body. See the muscles yeah, yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this issue is called The Sun and the Stars Part 2, written by Tony Bedard. Oh. I think I knew that. Oh, I, you know what? In my head, I was thinking it's still Tom Pyre writing the series, but it's not. It's Tony Bedard. 
No, yep, Tony Bedard's been doing this whole run. <laughs> He's been doing it for the last 11 issues, but uh, I'm not sure why I mix those two up in my head, because they're very different people. Anyway, Tony Bedard is the writer. Claude Saint-Aubin is back on pencils. Uh, Scott Han is the inker. Jose Villarubia is colorist. Travis Lanham is letterer. Rex Ogle is the assistant editor with Brian Cunningham editing. All righty, all righty, all righty. We flip the page and Docs is mastering his uh, yellow lantern ring. He cuts stealth in two with it. I have far too much to do right here, he says, as reason for ignoring Sinestro's uh, request. And then Doc starts doxing and giving out the orders. Adam Strange, Zeta beam my people down to that planet now before they perish. And Adam Strange says he's on it. And uh, <laughs> Stealth, even though she's cut in two, is mending her body back together. <laughs> Death becomes her, definitely. <laughs> it definitely does. Abusive <laughs> as ever, I see. Failed lover, failed father, failed peacemaker. You can't hide from your misdeeds anymore, Vril. All your sins have finally caught you. And she starts to approach him. And he's looking a little nervous because he figured he'd dealt with her by, you know, cutting her in half. Yeah. Uh, and then we zip down to the planet that they're actually uh, above, which is Candado. Candado. It's a class M world on the border of Sector 2828. It's a resource poor and has not yet developed FTL capability. Faster than light capability? Yep. I don't know. There we go. That's from the Encyclopedia Galactica. So this is the planet where they are bringing all of the, the folks that were in the spaceship. Kanjar Rowe gets Zeta-beamed down, and Adam Strange is telling him to stay put. And Captain Comet is bringing some others in there. Adam Strange says, I'm going back for the others. And Captain Comet tells him it's up to you, Adam. I can't port again for an hour. Uh, is that a new thing? I didn't realize Captain Comet had... Maybe he's I, tired. It's been a while since I've read it. I think that came up in like one of the... It was, there was like a Mystery in Space and one other miniseries that I think Starlin right. wrote. And I think it yep. came up there. Gotcha. Gotcha. He's got teleporting limitations, which is fine. That's fine. So we're up in space and we see the Sinestro Corps men from various homeworlds. They're all, uh, they're trying to take on Harbinger, Black Lantern Harbinger, and they're not really having any luck. Their rings are not doing much there. We need a better plan. I'm open to suggestions. Uh, and Harbinger just says, whatever you plan, count Mearsham out, who is one of the Yellow Lanterns who has just been, uh, Killed, I guess. Yeah, she rips uh, his heart out. <laughs> she does. She's feeling fear. She's kind of feeding off the fear and grabs his heart. And yep, that's it for him. He is now Black Lantern material. Meanwhile, Stealth is like, she's got her hands on Doc. She's giving him a big old friendly hug. Poor, poor son of Brainiac. You're trying so hard to suppress your emotions, but the effort itself is like nectar to me. And uh, he's using his strength of will at the moment, which is what uh, Stealth is feeding on. You know, we wouldn't even be here if you hadn't abandoned me. Stop pretending to be Stealth. The real Stealth 
knew I have no heartstrings to play upon as he zaps her again with his yellow light. Let's go, Corsman, before she grows her eyes back. <laughs> so that's what he did. He zapped her eyes <laughs> right off of her little head. Uh, Adam Strange is telling everyone what we just saw up there is Black Lanterns. And we get introduced to the whole team there. Rocky is there. Strata, Garve, Bounder, the Xylon, Dominator person is there. CG is there. Everyone is down on the little planet. An Earth hero named The Flash transmitted a warning explaining what they are. He also said how to kill them, but it won't be easy, says Captain Comet. And uh, Stratus says, we're still missing Wildstar and Ammon Hack. Wildstar will catch up, says Adam Strange, and Hack is staying with the ship. Which is where we see him right now. He's trying to put it together. Ammon Hack knows all the ship's features, including the self-sealing hull. If he can pull the two halves of the ship together, we might still have a ride out of here. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, Black Lanterns and the Yellow Lanterns are continuing to battle it out in space near the wrecked spaceship. I was saving you for last, monster, says Harbinger. But I can just as well drain you now. And Docs grabs... Uh, protects i guess he's protecting he's he's wrapping little yellow bubbles around the lanterns that she's trying to uh eat harbinger get your own pet and he uh throws stealth right at harbinger and they both kind of bounce off of tribulus or past tribulus uh while docs continues to like pull the yellow lanterns with him holy frag real docs is one of us who just how far away is your home sector? <laughs> <laughs> apparently everyone in the universe is shared of real docs. Oh, I mean, they if they said it was like, what, 80 planets? Yes. So yeah, yeah. that must be at least someone. He's known. got some reach. That's right. He's got some reach. So they get down to the planet and docs is saying, my crew is here somewhere. We'll organize a mutual defense. But, but we're supposed to report to Sinestro. First, we need to survive the next 10 minutes. How long have you two been in the core anyway? And they're both like, uh, well, since the morning. <laughs> they're very experienced. It wasn't before breakfast. It was after. That's right. Sometime after <laughs> breakfast. I wouldn't have accepted my ring, says the, says the one lantern, if I'd known its previous wearer had just been killed by Harbinger. She's been hunting Corsman everywhere. She's damn good at it. As soon as I slipped my ring on, that message came through from Sinestro, like it was pre-recorded. Me too, says another one. We were en route to Korrigar when Harbinger found us. The Black Lanterns, says Adam Strange, are sort of like vampires, except they feed on emotions. Then, says Strata, we'll just have to keep a lid on our feelings. You can try, Strata, says Docs. But I suppressed my emotions around stealth, and the willpower required to do so only gave her exactly what she wanted. They also regenerate from almost any damage. Even a few cells left on a black ring will grow back a whole black lantern. The Flash said to kill them, you need to combine the beams from two different colored rings. They've also found people who can generate light to mimic that effect. And CG says, I can shapeshift into 63 different bioluminescent life forms, but I can't begin to match the intensity of a power ring. 
And Adam Strange pulls out one of his big ray guns and says, there's one more thing we need to keep in mind when we fight these things. Everyone they kill comes back as one of them. And Harbinger blasts them all and says, that's right. There are black rings out there for all of you. She's looking very excited by that idea. Uh, Docs and everyone start firing at her. Wildfire or Wildstar, this is Docs. I need your firepower down here. Wildstar, acknowledge. And we check in on Wildstar, who is way up in space above the planet. She still hasn't caught up to us, Docs, says Amon Hack, who's still hanging out with the plane or the, the, the ship, the spaceship. And I need another hour or so to fix the ship. Hurry up, Hack. We won't last that long. Docs out. And just at that moment, along comes Wildstar. I don't know if she's coming through like a little. It almost looks like she's coming through like an energy tube, but maybe that's just. Maybe it'll feel like a space warp. Maybe. 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 Oh. Uh, Hack says, I was starting to think you died back on Vural. Vural. That's a hard planet. Vural. <laughs> what happened? Where is everyone? Down on that planet. Help me pull the ship together. Hack, you should have seen it. The Black Lantern who used to be Dox's mate, killed Starro's best super soldiers all by herself. She ripped out their hearts. It looked like she was feeding her ring. The more it consumed, the more their hearts withered. She started coming for me, and then she just stopped. I do not have a heart anymore within my containment suit. I think this confused her. She departed in the same direction you went. A moment later, more black rings arrived, so I got out of there. I did not want to be around when Staro's war chiefs revived. And we check in on Staro's headquarters, where we see little Lyral Docs is hanging out. Brainiac 3, he's thrown in his lot with the Staros. Observe, Master, once I activate this, you'll know you were right to give me back my mind. It's a transmatter portal. Something my father theorized but failed to perfect. In a moment, no corner of your realm will be more than a few footsteps away, and no force field or blockade will ever contain you. Speaking of his father, Smite, have the others caught him yet? I don't know, Master. For some reason, our people on Vural aren't answering their comms. And Starro goes over to Brainiac 3 and says, open a door to planet Vural so that I can see for myself what's transpired. And Lyril just says, yes, master. And he starts to do that. Just step through this membrane and you'll emerge on. And then he kind of backs up and has a big uh, scared moment because coming through the portal are the Black Lantern, Starro, uh, hit squad. <laughs> yeah. Starro's hit squad is the ones that have all been Black Lantern. They're all coming through. Master, we've found a better cause to fight for. You will join it too. Starro is like, really now? He pulls out his big axe and his big sword. And we check back in on Candado, where Docs and everyone are continuing to battle the Black Lanterns. Hit them with everything. That's your plan, Vril, says Stealth. Did the smartest man alive run out of ideas? How smart can it 
can he be if he put on that ring, says Harbinger. Admit it, Vril, you knew. You always knew I'd be the death of... But before she can finish her sentence, Strata pounds her. He just gives her a, or she just gives her a giant roundhouse punch there. Whatever you are in my friend's body, get out. And to be Talk. fair, it's like, well, no, you already were the death of me. It's, you know, we passed that. Yeah. That's, been, that's been there, done that already. That's right. Like a hundred right. issues, like a hundred issues ago at this point, something. Totally, totally, totally. Um, Doc's. And he realizes Wildstar is uh, checking in. Wildstar, get down here immediately. That's right, Docs. Invite all your friends, says one of the Black Lanterns, as they feast on yet another Yellow Lantern's heart. And the little warp opens. Shape. What is it, Docs? A functional transmat portal. The little bastard is mocking me. And just at that moment, uh, Lero pops in and says, Father, help! And uh, Starro Black Lanterns come through the portal as well. And Starro is saying, get back. And he is full of rage, and they are feeding off that rage. And Harbinger is approaching Starro and says, your hatred, it burns like a sun. Then come like moths to the flame, says Starro as he starts hacking through the Black Lanterns. And uh, Docs looks at Lyril and realizes Lyril is wearing a Starro backpack there and says, get that thing off your back. And Lyril just says, it's Brainiac 3 now. And when I shouted for help, I meant help me save Starro. Docs is just like, but what? <laughs> and... Stealth jumps down and grabs her son. Hello, son, mother. And suddenly um, the Black Lanterns are feeding on the fear and the strong will of all the... Uh... I, I like that part because it's, we, we see obviously Docs has some caring because he has fear there. Yeah. The Xylon, the Dominator, has will, which makes sense. And Kanjar has orange. <laughs> Oh, it could. Yeah, I can't tell if that's orange or red, but it could be orange. It yeah, looks orange sure. to me. They don't that, say it. That would, I mean, that that's kind of on par for Kanjar Row. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. So Stealth has got Lyril in one hand and Docs in the other, and she says, Thought I'd never get a rise out of you. Guess you are a daddy after all. Um, and while she is trying to crush both of their throats a little starfish slaps itself on stealth's face which causes her to let go of everything the brainiacs are mine says starro now stop struggling i command you and he realizes that she has no mind for him to command so he says i see no you have no mind to enslave but you are someone's puppet he says as he chops her in half who pulls your strings and little baby Lyril is saying there must be a way to stop them. Adam Strange claims a combination of power rings can do it. What's the critical factor? Wavelength? Amplitude? Insufficient data, says Docs. He also said the composite ring effect can be mimicked. Okay, says Lyril. Processing, processing. And then he says, yes. Ranian holoblasters all modulate their wavelength till we find the right green 
combine it with your yellow ring. Sounds far-fetched, said Docs, and we need a massive power source. And just at that moment, Wildstar uh, flies down and zaps another star. Oh, leave my friends alone. And Lyril just kind of looks at her and says, hmm, you were saying? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Doc says, ship ETA? Less than a minute, says Wildstar. Lyril, are you well? Listen closely. We don't have much time. And uh, in the meantime, all of the all of the the Black Lanterns are focused on Starro. They're like tackling him and pulling him down. Think you can pull out my heart, do you? It beats with the strength of nine galaxies. Kill me if you can. And in the rocket, someone is saying, "It's time to go, everyone." Strange. I need you here, says Docs. Comet, make sure the rest get on that ship. Docs is like, or Comet is saying, "All aboard, people." And Lyril is checking out the power inputs. He says they're complete. And Doc says, assume the firing position. Just keep your palms flat against the inductors and give him all the juice you can, says Lyril to Wildstar, who is uh, attempting to power up Adam Strange's um, rocket pack, I guess, which will transfer the energy into his blasters. Um, and she just says, if your device should fail, I would blast Adam Strange. And Doc says, he's lived through worse. <laughs> Target at 12 o'clock high, says Adam Strange. So Wildstar powers up Adam Strange, and Doc's shoots his yellow beam. So they've got the yellow beam and the green beam. I think it's working, says Doc's. Think again, says one of the Black Lanterns as they all get blasted. And finally, that is enough for Docs, who says, I am sick and tired of this organic trash. And he just kind of grabs the black lantern in a vice and throws him through the portal where he lands on the other end with a thump. Father, you can't just dump this problem on my master. Watch me, says Docs, as he shovels up all of the black lanterns and throws them through the portal into Starro's. Uh, headquarters. This is the battle I've longed for, he says. And just before she's vanished, Stealth says, what, Lyril, no kiss goodbye for mommy? And Lyril is uh, terrified. Father! Hey, Brill, she says. Watch me destroy the only good thing you ever made. Lyril, says Docs, and Lyril has got tears in his eyes, and he's saying, Father, I told you my name is Brainiac 3. And Docs just kind of wraps his son up in yellow energy. He says, that's fine. You win. And he tosses them both into the portal and sends them to Starland. And as the portal closes, Docs is like, you win. And Adam Strange comes up. Docs, what have you done? And Docs says, I, I, and then he bursts into like a big loud shout and there's yellow energy crackling all around him. He's a little upset. He's a little cranky. Oh, page reveal, page turn. And he uh, opens up his power ring and he gets the Sinestro uh, recording again. This is Sinestro, all core men report immediately to planet Korugar. And Star or Docs just says, drop dead. 
and the ring pops off his finger. Foreman, 1287, rejected for insubordination. <laughs> Space Sector, 1287, scan for replacement, sentient initiated. Adam Strange <laughs> says, what just happened? This war just changed for me, says Docs. I gathered our team to stop Starro. We've spent the whole time running, hoping he'd slip up somehow. No more. My son chose that monster over his own flesh and blood. If Starro survives the Black Lanterns, he will not survive me. To be continued. And then we get a final page, which is... Oh, that's right. Yeah, something DC like to do every every once in a while. Uh, Rebels rolls along in 2010, and we get three little panels teasing upcoming storylines. So we see a panel of Docs being strangled by Starro, and it says Starro victorious. And then we see a panel of the rest of the team um, surrounded by Hawkmen with Docs standing. Uh, on the side of the hawk men and it says by docs betrayed and then we get a scene of three brainiacs fighting one another brainiac family reunion so we get brainiac five from the retro boot we get i'm assuming that is because it looks like brainiac five it looks like lyrical so no it's not lyrical it's a brainiac five for sure and we get brainiac original and then we get or uh Docs, docs. So, so by the time this series, so it's only been eleven issues, and by the begin, like at the beginning of this issue, or at the beginning of this series, we were still in three boot land because Docs was implanted with Brainiac Five, three boots, um, instructions, um, advice for how to create a legion, and it looks like. By the time next year rolls around, we're going to be seeing the retro boot Brainiac 5. So, so the Legion continues to uh, <laughs> shift and change in the background. Yep. And it makes As sense they're doing usual. that. It makes sense they're doing this little uh, promo in this issue because I'm just looking up the dates. And yeah, this one came out in December of, 20, of 2009. Right. right. Yeah, the right. first issue came out in February, so. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good idea, because if you've got extra eyes on it for the Black Lantern crossover, you might as well hype what you've got coming up, so. Exactly. So. Give a little teaser. Totally. Give them reason to come back and buy more issues, even though they're not Black Lantern crossovers. Exactly. Exactly. And you, yeah, and they're they're choosing good things that are. I mean, they're they're choosing. You know, if you like the Starro stuff, well, we got more of that. And if you like the cosmic stuff, well, we got the Hawkman hanging around in the background. So anyone who's been checking out Adam Strange or Captain Comet and knows the history of those characters with Thanagar, you've got that covered. And then you've got the Legion connection, which is another biggie. So yes. all good reasons to check it out. Now, is it just me, by the way, or the aliens that were native to that planet? Because you see them in the background. Uh-huh. Do they look like a combination of monkeys and the alien from Aliens? 
But enough monkey in them that they're still very cute. A little... I mean... Let me check them out again. You see them a couple times in the background, but definitely on that page when they first land on the planet. When you first see the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... Come back. Come back. Yeah, those ones definitely have got like a monkey alien look to them. Yeah. 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 And they got what looks like little dog, like bulldogs combined with like, you know. I know. Yes, those are. Uh... Actually, no, no, wait, look at the ears. They look like mini versions of the terror dogs from uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Claude St. Aubin is hitting all the movie references here with his little aliens. I'm wondering if this the stuff he had on while he was record, you know, penciling. You sit there work on the issue, put something on, put something on. I know I don't have to stare at it. You know, I can just That's listen right. to just yeah. background noise. Yep, 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 yep. Totally, very cool. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. All righty, folks. Well, that is it for another week. Next week yep. we will come issue back 12. for issue 12 one full year of rebels volume 2 boom 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 <laughs> yeah. Man, it, that cover is awesome i'm looking forward to that one. Oh, it's gonna be good yep if you want to send us a comment you can do so at legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com or you can visit us at the website which is also legion of substitute podcasters.com or you can visit us on the Facebook site or the Twitter. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. 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 <laughs> Otherwise, we will see you all next. W-E-E-K. Um, all I heard was F-E. And then the sound cut out. I suspect. Alan, Hold on. I think I hit something wrong. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's okay. F-E. Let me try I it again. totally read that one. <laughs> yeah. F-E-L-I-Z-A-N-I-V-E-R-S-A-R-I-O. Feliz. Feliz Arrivederci. Close enough. All right. Spanish. Portuguese. Nope. Yep. Uh, oh wait, Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Where are they from? Barbados. I'm gonna go with Barbadian. No, something for G. G. Guatemalan. I, I have no know. idea. I don't know either. I don't know. I have no. <laughs>